It's time again for the Scotty Johnny Podcast with your host, Scotty Johnny himself, John Barnett, and the ego himself, Cheddar Talk, Aaron Flottam, talking Wisconsin sports, NFL through D3, college hockey, doesn't matter. Two mics, two crusty vests, two opinions, one based in reality, and one based in what do you bet on Twitter, with music by Delete Great Cars and Trucks. Here's John and Aaron. Welcome, welcome, one and all. Welcome into the Scotty Johnny Podcast. I am your not-so-humble host, Jonathan Barnett, and with me, as per usual, we have Aaron Vlottom. Hey, John, what's going on, man? Uh, hey, uh, I like Dr. Pepper, but I don't think I could live in Fansville. I, no. Um, no. <laughs> it, doesn't Fansville just kind of seem like a cross between Texas A&M and Alabama if they had a baby? Yeah, except for you can understand them. Uh, they seem literate, and uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the one guy's always chipping. painted his face every year, so I mean, like every single day of the year, so that makes sense. But the rest right. of it, yeah. But I mean, Chip and Joanne have to be Texas A&M fans, right? I don't know. They they have names. Chip and Joanne from uh, uh, Fixer Upper. Oh man, you are losing me here. That's not a thing I know. Okay, but, never mind. <laughs> I'm okay. Sorry. Chip Chip and Joanne, the, the 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 guy and the the husband and wife that fix up the houses and they All sell right. things and they live in Waco, Texas. Oh, well, maybe they're Baylor fans, then. Oh, that's right. Baylor's Waco. Never mind. That joke doesn't work. How's it going, John? It's going fantastic so far. Uh, <laughs> I Not even down over that Packers loss because it just didn't mean anything to me. But we'll talk about that in a minute. But Don't everything care. else is going well. Um, yeah, plenty of things to do at work. Uh, life is good. It's cold. But I'll take cold over hot any day. Just quite literally. I, I've You and I have lived in deserts and in the higher parts of the US and I would take yep. the UP over Kuwait or Iraq or Florida <laughs> any day. S- some days. Some days. Every day. Every day I would do. <laughs> I don't, there's no. a there's a level of cold that and I'll tell you what, having moved away from Duluth uh almost almost let's hear it will be four years this summer. So it would have been my last winter in Duluth four years ago, uh 2017, 18. Um, I am becoming a, a real big, uh, whiny, whiny ass when it comes to the cold now. Like it was negative two today. Uh, I was like, Oh my God, this is terrible. And there were days in Duluth that, uh, negative 22 was the baseline <laughs> and, yeah. it, and I got around in it and, um, yeah, I, I'm not doing the cold yeah. as well anymore, John. I don't like it as much, but I would say, I mean, like as they always say, and it's, it's a hundred percent true. You can always add a layer. You know, you can always right. just put on another layer. You and I, we got the silk weights or whatever we got to do there to get through. I mean, silk weight, you know, underwear, undergarments, uh, which are fantastic and pretty necessary. That some long johns and then, you know, put the pants over it, whatever else. But you'd be nice and warm doing that all day. Uh, but when it gets hot, there's only so much you can take off. And I had right. somebody who tried to do like, no, no, I can get all the way naked. And I was like, right. But then you're done. Right? Yeah. <laughs> like there's not another layer after that. You're right. just done then. And not only that, if it's if it's hot and you're down to no layers, then then you get sunburned and that's terrible too. Actually, you know, and this will show or my arrested. age and and how I'm getting <laughs> or arrested, yes, one of the two or laughed at in some people's cases. <laughs> Florida man. Um yeah, it's true comedy. <laughs> um yeah, I'm sitting there watching the weather channel today going, you know, Little Rock wouldn't be that bad. You know, like 
you know, the Ozarks, you know, find a nice campground up there to go hang out in. Just where the highs are like in the upper 40s, lows in the mid 30s. That's all I need. I don't even need. I don't need Florida. I, I just need not negative two. If, some... if there's a da- if there's a dash in front of the number, I don't want it. <laughs> I don't care. Doesn't that's, bother me at all. This 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 not a temperature. That's how much soul it's sucking out of your body every minute you're outside in it. Doesn't bother me at all. <laughs> I got jackets. I know how to dress. Everything's fine. Um, it also means that we don't have gigantic pythons or spiders the size of my face. So Truth. Win. Anyhow. I think I think we did it, Aaron. I think we uh, I think we burnt enough time to try to deal with this week. <laughs> Are right. we gonna talk about our Twitter handles and stuff like oh, that? Yeah. That's a great point. I forgot that last week, I think. But uh, oh, it's so easy to forget when we start off like that. Too. I know. Um, but you can remember you can follow this show at Scotty Johnny Pod on Twitter. You can follow me at Not So Humble Host and Aaron. Aaron, give us yes, give it to us. Hand us. Yeah, you, you can. You can find me at Cheddar Talk, John. At Cheddar Talk, uh, the fre- I, I'm over. I'm over half half a thousand. Uh, sounds better if I say it that way. Half a thousand uh, followers now, uh, mostly just uh, because of my just just trashing of Bears and Vikings fans lately here. So uh, I actually dug up an old take from March of nineteen that I just retweeted, where some Vikings fan. So this would have been fresh after the beatdown against San Francisco. Okay. No, that was 2020. That was January 2020. So it was even before that season. So this would have been right after McCarthy was fired and before Matt LaFleur came to town. Right? 2019. <laughs> All right. Because 1920 was LaFleur's first year. 2021, second year. 21-22 is this year. So anyways, but it was a tweet that said, uh, the Packers window is closed. Now you're going to feel it that the Vikings and the Bears are running the division. And that was March 2019. And here we are today, which will be uh, formerly known as Bye-bye, Pace, Nagy, um, what's-his-name, and Zimmer Day. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. Well, let's, let's get through all this here, and we'll put everything here. We'll actually start our show and get into what we like to call here our main event. Starting things off with the main Okay, so for Packers and like Aaron was kind of getting into, obviously, the rest of the division is kind of cleaning house, except for the Lions who did everything last year and Mm -hmm. are just looking forward to a draft from here on out um, for the next two, three years now, because that, that is what they're built for at this point is to draft other players and that's why, like, the other thing about this game that just happened, Packers-Lions game, which, you know, Packers lost, and nobody in Wisconsin cares. N- none of the Packers fans nationwide particularly care. Uh, those that do, I'm not sure why. What what I do, well, I'll get into a second here, I guess, but the first thing I was about to say here is a lot of those Lions players are playing for their jobs. Mm-hmm. A lot of them, because there's going to be a lot of draft picks coming to that team, and that team was gutted. I mean, like, they've traded away Slay and Stafford in the last two years there and the purpose of that was to gut this team go back down to almost nothing and then build back up and so they kind of did that's kind of where they are they got a good young receiver in uh in st brown you know the other st brown yeah apparently we got the wrong st brown (laughs) there's another one there's the osiris st brown still out there too Uh, i think he, he went to stanford but yeah it's um 
it, it'll be interesting. It's just kind of uh, they're they weren't that good. Lions fans are oddly super excited about being the Packers. I guess I get it because they generally they don't. don't. They only got three wins. I mean, the saddest part of that game is they are holding up signs without that they're not trying to pick on their team. They're not being ironic in any way. They're straight up just saying, man, get the three wins. Come on. Yeah. Three. They were holding up signs that said three. Well, and here's how oh. garbage, garbage of an organization they are, is that they're they're cheering for that. And by, by doing so, I think they got the second overall pick. Because had yeah. they just lost, they would have had the first overall pick because Jackson won. Yeah. <laughs> Jacksonville won. Yeah. You know? The like, difference between those two isn't that big a deal. I, I know, so, but, but yeah, they got a lot it's, of it's, holes. It's just, it's just a matter of who gets to pick which bust first. Right. And right. I I don't think we'll see how they do because I don't think they're going to pick quarterback. It'll be an interesting. Who's the, who's, who's the last good, good player that came out of the number one spot? Well, luck was pretty good. Um, that was like 10 years ago. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to think who recently was a one was. Uh, I'd have to go back and see who the recent number ones are. I, I didn't have that on top of my head today, so you you, you, you talk. I'll look at that. <laughs> um, the other thing I guess they do like about this loss, um, which which I mean, this team was winning in the fourth quarter, which is hilarious um, for a big part because the Lions played all of their starters the whole way through um, because they have nothing else to play for, and they may as well, I guess, other than treating it like the first part of next year's preseason where you try to judge what you have. The Lions really wanted to see what their starters looked like and what they could do. They pulled out a lot of trick plays, which doesn't help you evaluate anything, but they're trying to win a game and feel good going into their offseason. So whatever. That's a couple different ways they can go at it, and I don't particularly care. But I like that it allows uh, Lafleur to just be angry for two weeks now. We're going to have two weeks of him being angry in meetings, telling players that they, they need to stop overlooking anybody and you can lose to the Lions, you can lose to anybody. Get out there and you know get practicing and get get ready for this game because it's gonna be it's gonna be something there. So I think that that's good because it gives him that kind of teachable moment sort of thing. So but I don't know. Is there anything else you in terms well, of we, just we talked the, about it a little bit last week during the uh, during the podcast, too, is that I was a fan of them actually playing the starters, albeit for just a half, um, just to, to keep the to keep them. You know, th- there is something to be said about taking two whole weeks off like yeah. and then you're going to be playing against teams that have been fighting for their playoff lives for in the case of like like the Raiders last night until midnight Eastern time in week 18, 19. <laughs> 18. Week, 18. week 18 week 18 week 18 and so you know it's 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 crazy like that you know that it that they actually did play them i was happy they did now the players the starters did they play with a lot of fire under them probably not but it was good to get back out there because guess what back is not going to be as rusty going into the playoffs now right yeah and I mean, myers it would, myers what's too. And, and myers too myers and back right yeah. so here we are you know especially and you now the way the lines played to have them back Knock that rust off in the Detroit. Did Bach, did they actually play the whole game, or did they just play the first half? No, I, first half, first Bach, half only, which yeah. is good. It would have been nice if Jair and Zadarius would have been out there, but you know, um, yeah. 
you know, there's some good points brought up by the the the, the machine Bill Michaels. I know it's a different Bill Michaels, but anyways, <laughs> um, about like how it's going to be weird with Jair because even as good as he is, when he was playing Rasul Douglas, really wasn't here yet, and Eric Stokes wasn't playing as much yet. So how's that communication going to go? Um, so that would have been nice to get him out there. But either way, I think it was a positive to to get them out there. Uh, get those reps, get some playing time. Even if they took the second half off, if think about it, if they if the, it, in it, in a, a normal world situation, they could have had the second half any off anyways if they would have gotten a big lead in the game anyhow. So you know that's good. I think it was a smart move. I think there's something to be said because wasn't it the wasn't it the Colts one year like were wrapped up their division and their playoff spot in week fifteen or something. And yep. and they took off week in the all the starters took off week sixteen and seventeen, and then they got well, throttled in the playoffs. They, I think they got to fifteen and zero. They took <sighs> off the last week. What they did was they they started Manning so he could keep his streak going, but then they right. pulled him out after the first series and said thanks a lot, guys. Right. And Manning was was very upset by that play. He wanted to play that game. He wanted to get ready right. for the playoffs because he wasn't there to you know, win regular season stuff. So, right. Yeah. Was it 15 or all or 14 and all? Maybe it and was they started 14. pulling starters. It could have been 14. You're probably right. E- either way, they didn't make it to the Super Bowl that year. I remember that. No, no they did not. Because and, and they were rusty when they hit the field. Yeah. And I think there is something to be learned from that. And sometimes teams that get that first round by back when it was the first and first and second seed, sometimes they come out a little rusty because the other some of these other teams. And I mean, how many wild card teams since the Steelers did it first and then the Packers did it a little bit uh, later, how many wildcard teams that are on the road with nothing to lose get hot, you know, right at the right time. So I think it it was a smart play on their behalf. Uh, By the way, uh, just um, looking at the, uh, did, so this should be the biggest, the, 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 the biggest uh, uh, barometric reading on how good an organization is. Um, can you tell me how many first overall picks the Packers have had since 1936, John? 1936? Yeah. I don't know. Three. Two. Ah, Paul so Horning and Randy Duncan. Oh, yeah. That okay. long ago. Yeah. The Packers have not had, since Randy Duncan, have not had a first overall pick, which means they haven't been the worst team in the league since the 50s. <laughs> right. Yeah, and so in the meantime, Jacksonville's about to have their second one in two years. So, <laughs> and okay, so uh, I'll I'll take I'll, I'll walk back a little bit what I said about first overall picks. Um, Luck, Eric Fisher, Jadavian Clowney, Jameis Winston, Jared Goff, Miles Garrett. I'd take Miles Garrett. Garrett, on my team yeah, in a heartbeat. Um, that dude, that dude bends time. Uh, Baker Mayfield, Kyler Murray, I, Murray, Kyler right? Murray. Murray's the book's still kind of out on him. Joe Burrow is looking good. Yeah. Yeah. He Trevor, is. Trevor Lawrence, I think will be fine once he gets, he's a real coach. Yeah. A non lunatic for yeah. a coach. Yeah. So yeah, anyways, terrible. to clean up uh, that thought from earlier. So anyways, back to the Packer. Game. Yeah. Um, there's not a lot to really be taken from this game. Packers were playing to kind of stay with things. And just work out some rust and bring back a couple guys who had the opportunity to play one game before they went out into the playoffs. And so, yeah, that's that's really about it. Um, If the Packers had really cared about the game, I don't think it's in question they would have won. 
but they were not trying. They were 100% obviously not trying and almost won by mistake, you know, like just almost hilariously won by the my mistake. That would be the most Lions thing ever. Right. But um, that De- that DeGuaris, DeGuaris screen was uh, pretty, uh, like I was telling, telling John in the post uh, pregame that uh, I didn't catch much of the game. I had National Guard drill this weekend, so uh, I didn't see a whole lot. The only thing I saw live was the DeGuara screen, which was impressive. I think who was more surprised, John, you or him, that there was that much open acreage in front of him? I kept waiting I think for he, a safety I, to show up, but they were really, really playing the run, uh, and they had nobody back there. Just nothing. Right. Just green grass. And Aaron Rodgers had a ricochet shot at uh, um, oh, who's the New York quarterback? Help me out. Um, the, the Giants the, quarterback. Dan... Daniel Jones, Jones, Daniel Jones. He took a shot at Daniel Jones, a ricochet shot saying he thought DeGore was going to pull a Daniel Jones on the way and fall down. (laughs) Isn't that what um, Mahomes said that the day before or, you know, on the Saturday game? Oh, was that Mahomes that said that? Oh, that's right. Mahomes said that about his. That's right. Nick Bolton's uh, running. And he's like, hey, no, uh, no. That's right. That was Mahomes. But he was like, I thought he was going to pull Daniel Jones. I was like, oh, no. Sorry, I'm getting my post game uh, comments mixed up. Uh, it was maybe uh, it was something that was written for them by State Farm. Who knows? Maybe they're both throwing right. it out there. Danny Dimes right. was like, what? "No, no, David, David." I was I was getting confused because David Carr was saying nice things about Aaron Rodgers in his post game last night. Oh, okay. And you know because he's such a terrible, terrible human being. Yeah, whatever. He's hub. He's a hub. Punk. He hub. Yeah, I mean he is, in fairness, kind of a jerk. But he is, um, but the other players love him. Yeah, I mean, the other thing though is that Tom Brady's a jerk. <laughs> he really yeah, is. Tom. I mean, like he said, the Hub made those comments about if you're not paying attention, what what happened is that Hub, uh, what's his last name, the guy from Chicago, made a comment about how he Hub Ar- not... Hub Arkish, Arkish, yeah, who I, who, who he, I didn't know who he was until last week. Yeah, yeah, he has a vote for MVP, and he said he won't vote for Rodgers because he thinks he's a jerk and like a bad guy. Meanwhile, mm-hmm. though, I mean, like the week before he said that Tom Brady is on the other team's sideline cursing at players. I mean, no flag because whatever. He's just fiery. Um, but I mean, like Tom Brady's a jerk. He's a jerk at all times everywhere he goes. And it's I mean, like it's ridiculous. I mean, they had to tell him not to try to break their tablets uh, two weeks ago. Right. Um, so, well, yeah, I mean, I mean don't, just don't, like don't looking, do this. Like looking- Who's looking through history for? too at like quarterbacks, so you can't tell me that Elway wasn't a jerk. Oh yeah, I mean, I mean, he just kind of kind of oozed it, you know. And then uh, I think Montana might have been a cool guy. Yeah, he seems all right. He seemed. I mean, all like right. it, there's Elway a lot of guys. Jerk. Steve, Steve Young was probably a jerk because he's kind of a smart, arrogant guy, <laughs> you know. <laughs> like I don't you, know, know. you don't you don't know because back then it wasn't mind for you know players didn't have personalities off the field you yeah, know and Tom, if they did they were malcontents like uh michael irvin or Deion sanders in the eyes of the public my god is Deion sanders going to get every top prospect in college football it'll this be year? interesting oh my yeah, god anyways but, I mean, but just, so i mean he's not it's the, the other players love something. him yeah. yeah and everybody likes playing with him he's having fun out there He's not a jerk to people on the field in the way that Tom Brady is. Like, mm-hmm. gets in people's faces, yelling stuff at other players, um, going to after other teams' sidelines and stuff. Like, Tom Brady's a real jerk on the field. It doesn't mean he's not a great player, though. 
I mean, it doesn't mean you but, shouldn't vote for Tom Brady if you think he's the better player. And this is this is a horrible, is. horrible metaphor too. But like, so you know, I've been military now for twenty two years, right. and so th- there's things I might say or do that other army people think are funny or uh, entertaining, or you know, make sense. But someone from a civilian outside perspective looks at it, goes, "What is this meathead talking about?" They wouldn't even call me a meathead because that's a military term. But they'd, they'd go, what is this guy talking about? He has no clue what he's talking about. He lives in a, a, a fantasy land. It's the same thing with them. They're players in the NFL. They can't relate to you. They're multi-million dollar super athletes. Yeah. You know? the, the, so they hang, they hang out with their like, part, like components. And <clears throat> frankly, Aaron Rodgers has been a jerk to who? What fans? He's never been a jerk to the fans. Uh, Some would say his off-season antics were a little. Off-season was a little rough, but yeah, I mean, was uh, a little rough. But he was taking the organization to task. Something that you know nobody else has ever done before. Thirteen and three team, yeah, way to show. (laughs) Right, and I mean, he's been he's a hall, but he's a hall of famer. Um, He he never fails to stick up for his teammates. He that's never right. puts his teammates. He never puts his teammates under the bus. That's correct. Sometimes on the, sometimes on the field, and Vikings fans will be quick to point out that he he'll point and he'll have that like uh, doofy look on his face, like "Oh come on," you know, like or he's like condescendingly staring at the player who just dropped the ball or ran the wrong route. Great, that's wonderful because he expects perfection. Whatever, it's part of the job. You know, he's the guy out there directing the offense. That's how that works. But. Most, I mean, outside of Greg Jennings, who nobody likes except Vikings <laughs> fans and Vikings organization, yeah. um, and nobody's ever said a bad thing about the dude. I mean, Charles Woodson has nothing but good things to say about the guy, yeah. and he's about as an, he's about as unbiased ex Packer as there ever has been. You know, so yeah. I mean, he because he's a Raider. Yeah, and and he'll he, be the first one to tell you that Charles Woodson's a Raider. He, I think he's a Hall of Fame Raider too. Well, they don't but, do that. <laughs> that's right, they don't do that. But yeah. I mean, but but he, you know, when he went back to the Raiders and he did that final game, he even said like, "I'm I'm a Raider through and through." He's like, "I love the Green Bay Packers, but I'm a Raider." So, but he'll be the first one to like be able to talk smartly about the Packers. He has nothing bad to say about the Packers. And he has nothing bad to say about Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, the you know, Packers saved his career because the Raiders were done with him. <laughs> Right. No, absolutely. And I yeah. mean, it's like I'm and take and take that with a grain of salt. I'm not that's no dig yeah, at yeah. Charles no, Woodson no, no. and any ch- everyone loves Chuck. Chuck loves Green Bay too. Yeah. But I mean, he's very unbiased. Um Sterling Sharp's another unbiased Green Bay Packer uh More commenter. Recently, he was not. He hated Green Bay when yeah, he first he left. So I mean, if anything else, but uh I they don't the players t- seem to like him. Players came to his defense. When Hub had his Rich Eisen came to his defense, like a lot of the big name NFL people came yeah, to his defense. It's, like it's not a likability award; it's it's being an MVP. The other the other great um, Aaron Rodgers story. Not that we're going to take forever on these things, we wrap up at some point. But Brett Favre, the, uh, Brett no, no, Favre no, no, was uh, no the weird story that came out from Boomer Esiason this week, where he was oh, showing dear. around a phone that he claimed had a text from a reputable source who had information from inside Rogers' inner circle that if the Packers get to Super Bowl, he would sit it out, and that's so it. dumb. Why would he say that out loud? Like, come on, Boomer, you know better than that. Okay, Boomer. Yeah, yeah exactly. Which Never is been a better. It, what's what's funny too is like within a minute, a tweet came out. 
to air to uh jordan love saying are you the source in my inner circle yeah well like Benkert from aaron too. from aaron Rodgers. you know like it's just is well, like love it, it was, Rogers and Banker all going around. It was fantastic. Oh yeah, it was great. The three of them were fantastic, and uh, um, Hayward got in on it too. Um, the cornerback. Um, oh, okay, Casey Hayward. Casey Hayward got in on it too. Like ex Packers, there was a couple ex Packers that chimed in on too. But yeah, it was Benkert and Love and Rogers were just going round and round about the inner circle and who <laughs> told on Aaron, you know. And it's like it was debunked within minutes. Yeah, it was, it was and, pretty hilarious. In this, 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 you know, and like I was tearing on Schefter yesterday. I was, well, yeah, I'm sure he was reading he it, but I was going after, it's going after Schefter because he was saying during the Chargers game, he was like, "Looks like the looks like the 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 Steelers are in when the Chargers were down by 12." And I even put something. Your son liked it about misinformation <laughs> leader Adam Schefter, like, and then. And then towards the end of the game, he's like, "Here you go, the Raiders going to kneel it out." And, and they would it's have. like, if they would have too. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a different story. But either way, like, yeah, Schefter just L after L after L after L. Yeah. Like, the, and not only that, but just like the inner circle thing. Like, it, it's not not a single one of them has turned out to be right. Yeah, I don't know who they think is the inner circle anymore, but it's it's getting ridiculous. But Greg Jennings. Yeah, no, is that who they're going to? I think it's Florio. <laughs> I think he's the source. But maybe, maybe, um, maybe just maybe, Aaron Rodgers is paying PA Paul Allen. Oh, okay. to do this stuff on the side. Yeah, because he was treated as a source at some point too. Yeah, he was terrible. terrible <laughs> he he there. was he was Florio's source. He has no inside information on anything ever. It's just yeah. If you've ever Not listened to a show, Vikings. you know he doesn't. You know he doesn't. Um, mm-hmm. He is just a mouthpiece for whatever the Vikings want to tell him, and he will put mm-hmm. it out there like crazy. And he's he's not a source. Um, but yeah, so the Packers get a week off. We'll see who they play. The most likely is somewhere like Arizona or or Dallas is the most likely scenario. Uh, so we'll see how that all plays out. San Fran did not look bad yesterday in their comeback, though. No, so no, I I I don't want to play them, but you know. It's one team I don't we'll want to play. To do. I don't want to play the 49ers. And that was the case last year. <laughs> and they didn't make the playoffs, and I was happy. And, yeah, smoked them in week three this year. Was it week three or week four? Um, Sometime earlier. Well, yeah. didn't smoke them. One on a kick by Mason Crosby at the end. Yeah, I mean, it's a team we can beat, and we'll get them at home. It'll be interesting. But I don't want to play I want them, them to lose I, week I wanna, one. I want to play Dallas. Or Arizona, mm-hmm. yeah. Or have the Eagles take out the Bucks? That'd be great. <laughs> oh man, that would be hilarious. They could. Eagles team ain't bad. They're not bad. No, they, they came on late. They came on late, and Tampa Bay had struggles down the stretch. Yeah. So. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. We'll we'll have an idea next week, and we'll. We'll start looking ahead after we get through this bit, but there's no game next week, so man, it's going to be a lot of basketball next week. Speaking yes. of which, uh, the Bucks, well, the Bucks are playing without just so many people now. Uh, Drew Holiday into I believe he's in the COVID protocol now, so uh, we have and and no no uh, Grayson Allen, so the the Bucks okay. are rolling out there with uh, Giannis, Middleton, Noara, Portis, 
and Wesley Matthews. Yeah, the top five guards were all down. So, yeah, and this is right after they they beat the Nets, which is fantastic. Mm-hmm. I mean, they were doing that a little shorthanded too. But I mean, that's that's a game they really wanted to win, and they went out and took that one. And then, actually, I mean, to be entirely hey, but, clear, but Net, but Nets fans will be the first ones to tell you, Katie doesn't need other people to win. <laughs> no, I'm saying the Bucks were also down people. Like both teams. No, were I know, up, but yeah. but they but the Nets had KD. That's all they need, John. Yeah, oh, it was regular one season. toe. If his shoe size was one half size smaller, the Bucks would have not won the championships. The Nets would have. Yeah. And the Bucks need Giannis needs Chris Middleton. Katie doesn't need anybody. Right. Yeah, I guess because he's won all these titles without. I don't know. I'm just reiterating what Nets Twitter tells me on a regular basis. So KD has never once played on a team that didn't have somebody else who was an MVP. Right. True story. Never (laughs) once been on a team. Okay. See, he played with two of them. Right. They weren't MVPs yet. I love that. They were both MVPs eventually. And that was pre Giannis. Maybe Giannis was a rookie back then, but like those old 10 years ago OKC teams, I had OKC hats. Because yeah. I love yeah. the story, yeah. and I love Durant and Westbrook and Harden, these three kids. And uh, who's the other one? Iguodala? Was he the th- fourth one? Well, and they had uh, Ibaka. Serge Ibaka, Serge excuse Ibaka. me, Ibaka. Ibaka, uh, the wrong eye name. Yeah, um, yeah Serge Ibaka was, was their number four. He was their number four. Yeah. They yeah, could have won. St- they, and they came up short, and they could have won so much. Yeah. But couldn't couldn't do it. That couldn't. Was uh, weird. No, and then you and then you find out none of them are natural born leaders. <laughs> True story. I mean, no. they all have to go somewhere else. Harden couldn't do it by himself in Houston. Uh, Durant couldn't do it by himself in OKC. Westbrook's a mess. Westbrook hasn't done anywhere. <laughs> neither is Harden. <laughs> because because if Giannis is a seven foot tall Westbrook, Westbrook is a six foot five Giannis, <laughs> and that doesn't that. work. <laughs> He's taller than that. But yeah, no, the Bucks. Yeah, shooting. Well, is they he? actually they shot a better, better shot percentage than the the Hornets here, and they had back to back games with the Hornets. They lose them both, and like I said, shorthanded. You feel bad about that, but um, put up one hundred six and one hundred three, uh, or I'm pardon me, just ninety nine to one hundred three. So one hundred six and a ninety nine. They didn't hit a hundred. That's that is still something that at least it smarts a little bit. Uh, Connington. Man, 0 for 6 in the uh, the game tonight. Just not, not just not good. Just it's not good shooting. They weren't able to put much of anything together. They're just off kilter and didn't look good. Giannis puts up 43 in the one there, but I mean it's just I don't know missing th- essentially three of your starters because you'd rather have Brooks out, Brooke Lopez out there. He has not been there basically the whole year. Um, right. You had Boogie Cousins out there. What happened, Aaron? Why is he gone? I don't understand I don't, that move at all. I don't. I got to talk to Pete about that one too because I don't know why they did when they did. Um, I did a little bit actually. I talked to Pete, and it was because uh, they were. Who did he say they might be lining up to try and go get? Uh, I forgot. But basically, he was clearing out for uh, to go make a move before the trade deadline, but. Uh, I don't know when the trade deadline is in the NBA, but it seems like it was a little premature getting rid of him. Well, um, especially with all the injuries, because now they got dudes on ten day contracts. 
Yeah, they brought so, out a 10-day contract guy just to kind of fill in a little bit there. But, I mean, like, yeah, exactly. I, I don't understand the reason. I think there was a money reason involved because mm-hmm. I think – I can't remember if it was something about when um, – what sort of uh, – I don't know. I, I've seen something saying, like, he's due certain amounts or if he hits this for a certain period of time, he's owed whatever or some other thing. But I don't know. Um it, it it didn't make sense to me in, in just a purely positional play. Uh, I, I took it getting rid of him meant that Lopez was about to be back and he wasn't, he's mm-hmm. not almost back. He's not there. He's not, you know, he's not going to be starting tomorrow or whenever. I mean, like he's just not out there and I don't know when he's going to be back. Um, and the trade deadline is not till February 10th. So, I mean, they've got some time there. They got a, a month, but I mean, I don't know. It's a strange move. Um, you think they could eat whatever money they needed to eat, uh, considering they raised Bucks ticket prices, and uh, you know they, they probably got enough merchandise sales to get them through whatever. But I mean, like they could just find a way to keep that going. Um, I mean, they're still. I mean, they sold they sold enough Bobby 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 T shirts <laughs> in the last two months of the season last year yeah. to to start a new franchise in the NBA. <laughs> So, I mean, like you couldn't get your hands on them. Yeah, it's I, I, I don't I don't know. It, it it seems strange to me. They're still one of those the teams towards the top They're They've they've dropped a little bit because they've lost four of their last five games now. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're still in fourth place in the east behind. So now so Chicago, uh, Brooklyn, Miami and the Bucks. Right. Uh, Sixers are a game back at the Bucks. Uh, Cleveland is a game and a half, but the Bucks are down in fourth. I mean, I think they'll move up at some point. I mean, it's pretty tight up there at the top of this so far. Um, there's there's plenty of time left, obviously, but still, it's well, like, in in fairness to everybody, I mean, they've all been they've all been dealing with uh, injuries and mostly the COVID. Yeah. Um. So. Uh, yeah, that's. I think that's probably why it's tight, because nobody has a real competitive advantage right now. So, yeah, they did change the rules. The CDC guidance has shifted, saying you know, with the new stuff, with vaccinated people and everything, you can go down to five days of quarantine and all that. So, NBA is using that. The NFL is using that. Everybody's getting more involved that way. So that's getting guys back on the floor a little faster if they're asymptomatic and everything. But yeah, it's. It, it's a weird season so far. The Bucks are still getting eleven point eight points per game, which, among the top six teams in the league, top seven even, is the highest scoring in the uh, not the league, the East. Um, and actually, it is the I, second highest scoring team in the East. Charlotte Hornets are the only team that score more points per game, and they're in eighth uh-huh. place right now. Right. So. Um, yeah. I was going to say, too, like looking at the standings, too, I guess I didn't realize how bad the Hawks are this year. Yeah, they have not been particularly good. I mean, the losses ha- recently are kind of some strange ones. They, yeah, but the, the I don't know. They just aren't playing well. They they had a really good run late to get into the playoffs and had a nice playoff run. But right. you know, that doesn't always translate into actually being good again next year. I mean, it was like right. a late run where they got hot. It's like a hot goaltender, right. like when the, when the Kings run – uh, ran uh, Jonathan Quick all the way to the Stanley Cup final kind of thing. You know, like sometimes sometimes you just get hot. All right. right. I th- the Bucks will pull this out, I think, at some point. It's just 
I am getting concerned because it's so up and down. They haven't had a really good long stretch of anything more than I think they had like a seven, eight game winning streak some point in the season. But that's really the one. I mean, nobody's riding a very long streak. The the Raptors are six games in a row now. That's the longest in the East. No, I'm sorry. The 76ers have a seven game win streak, so they're actually one better and they're catching up. Um, the Bucks losing four out of five in the last two last week and a half here or so. Um, right when we were saying, I mean, we should just doubt them at all times. I think at this point, Aaron, because <laughs> yeah, let's when we're do doubting it. them, they get on a win streak, and then we're like, here we are, they've turned the corner, and then four right. out of five. Right, I just <laughs> they're so strange and hard to deal with. But um, either way, I think they'll they'll get turned around. I think you agree with that, right? Uh, I yes. I mean, once they get once they get healthy. Like but, but for the sake of Bucks winning, I'm saying they're done. Stick a fork in them. They're over. Everything's done. They'll never win again. Okay, Bucks. Oh God, no! They're not going to make play. the playoffs. Your move, the, Bucks. They're going to be. They're <laughs> going to be at least tenth in yeah. the East by the time this is all said and done. Well, that's the playoffs now. <laughs> oh, you're forgetting. Um, it changed that. <laughs> oh, oh, I don't. I don't want to hate it. That okay. I, I, I don't think I get the bit. <laughs> Yeah, 10th place is the playoffs now, though. Oh, is it? 7, 8, 9, and 10, remember, have that play-in. Oh, yeah, that's thing. right. Oh, my God, I forgot about that last year. Yeah. <laughs> that's still around, so yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I don't know. In terms of other basketball that happened, uh, Wisconsin basketball continues to just shock and amaze me. Um, yeah. I'm not even sure what to do with that team anymore. Uh, it's Jonathan yeah, Day, I thought this is—I thought this was supposed to be a bad year. I thought it was just going to be a growing year and see how they do. Johnny not Davis, a bad is year, gone. but like an eh year. Yeah, yeah. But seriously, everybody watch Johnny Davis every game you can. He's—he's going to be playing in the NBA next year. Next year, mm-hmm. he will be a lottery pick. There is no chance he's coming back. Um, he's going to average twenty plus, and he's right now he's the front leader for Player of the Year. I mean, he's on mm-hmm. the front of of the. If you go to NCAA basketball on ESPN. Uh, dot com he's the picture the top story you know how well he is playing is ridiculous um like we said they win at purdue they get iowa at home they ran away from him they, mm-hmm. i mean they just did they just uh the, the defense shut them down that is a they have the highest scoring player in in uh i think in the ncaa at least in the big 10 plays for iowa and he he couldn't get anything going like they right. just they just took care of him um chucky hepburn as an on-ball defender has been just incredible. Uh, he has been so good for this team. He scores pretty well. His dribble as well. Uh, you know, he, he's got a pretty decent handle. He can get into trouble and out of it. Um, man, he is <laughs> he is everything Dimitri Trice was at this point. He really is. He, he, there's no step down. Because Trice could take over a game every now and then, but a lot of times he killed you. But he always still had his defense mm-hmm. to fall back on. And Chucky Hepburn has great defense. Um, he keeps the point guard from killing you. He he can stay on ball on whoever's their best scorer and make things happen. Uh, Iowa has a gigantic dude. Uh, I, uh, Edie. Uh, they have Ivy yes. and Edie. I'm sorry, that's Purdue had uh, Ivy and Edie. But, yeah, I mean, they just kept going in and in and in and just forcing everybody down there. And then Iowa had some guys who they just kind of kept trying to get in and trying to force feed, and it got – are you talking about the Murray kid from Iowa? Yeah, maybe that's it. I'm sorry. I was, I was thinking Edie is, is the Purdue game I was thinking about there. But, yeah, no, they had a couple like big guys who could do some things, but Wisconsin just kept 
getting to a shot. You know, Iowa would do something. They start feeling good. Wisconsin could get to a shot. Um, little Bohannon, uh, the least of the Bohannons, uh, he's, mm-hmm. I mean, the Bohannons are from Iowa and, you know, we, we had Bohannon, the older one came to Wisconsin mm-hmm. and went to some final fours and his brothers are like, nah, we're going to stay home and then not do anything. Um, the only thing he's accomplished is be playing in the most games any Iowa player has ever played in by staying mm-hmm. there for another year. Cause there's no future for him in basketball after this. Right. But he's a nice player, but he didn't do anything until the fourth quarter. I don't think he had a basket until like six minutes left. And, yeah, so the Badger defense just just looked great against Iowa. They got up big against Maryland the other day and then right. just kind of had to hang on at the end. It was the last minute or so was, was uh, Badgers get fouled, shoot two free throws. Maryland runs down the floor and very quickly gets a layup. Wisconsin right. gets the ball, dribbles around for a little bit, gets fouled, shoots both free throws. Maryland goes down, hits a layup. And it was just like right. that for a while until until uh, Davison missed a free throw. And then, mm-hmm. quite obviously, the plan was to miss the second free throw and make right. them have to rebound, regroup, and get down the floor and not give them the chance to to, to set up from an out you know inbounds play and get going. Uh, and it worked. Right. That worked because Maryland – Got off an off-balance half-court shot from the side that didn't hit anything, and the Badgers win by one. Right. But, yeah. I well, mean, and, 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 and I mean, Greg Gard alluded to as much in an interview I was listening to with him about, I mean, that was their third game in six days. They played um, Monday, Thursday, Sunday um, yeah. at, at Purdue, home, and then at Maryland, which, I mean – that's not bad, but I mean, still, you could tell they were gassed down the stretch. I mean, so I, I think it wouldn't have been as close, but uh, I think that I think the legs were a little shaky at the end there on the Badger. <laughs> so I'm just happy they got the win at Maryland. You know, so yeah, that's that's good, and it sets them up. I mean, they got a they got a stretch coming up here. Um, yeah, Ohio and, uh, State, number sixteen, Ohio State. Then they yeah. get at Northwestern, and then Michigan State at home. Which at Northwestern is technically a home game, right? These days, <laughs> um, they're a growing, they're a better program than they used to be, but that's man, a short drive like from Madison. <laughs> yeah, it's not that far. It's, but I mean, yeah, it's, so it's not a lot of travel in that period of time there. But this is over. The Are they the closest team in the Big Ten to us? They got to be, right? Yeah, yeah, I would think so. Yeah, 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 yeah. Illinois and Iowa are further. So, yeah. yeah, Illinois, Iowa, Minneapolis is further, too. Oh, I yeah. think Minneapolis, Minneapolis is closer than Iowa, I think. I don't know. I'd have to map it, but I'm not going to. <laughs> no, there's no there's no direct route. you got to take Highway 11 for some for some distance, which is two lanes. So no matter what, yeah. to get from Madison to Iowa City. All right. Anyhow. Yeah. So it's going to be – that. that's an interesting stretch here. This next week will be something to see. If they can get two out of three there, if they can take – if they can split Michigan State, Ohio State, I'll feel pretty happy about this team. Man, if they go three and zero, I'm gonna be over the moon. Like you're not gonna be able to contain me next week when we talk talk basketball here. It's gonna be, it's gonna yeah, be incredible. We won't have anything else to talk about. But anyhow, <laughs> too. Uh, Badgers are third in the Big Ten behind um, Michigan State is four and zero in the Big Ten. Illinois is four and zero in the Big Ten. Wisconsin's four and one. They're a half game back of those two teams. Uh, so yeah, that should be very interesting coming up here. This will be a good week to to start gauging things. Um, but the other Wisconsin team also has started to find some ways to win here, which has been great. They 
smoked Providence. Just just destroyed them. I got the uh, number 16 Providence Friars. They beat them 88 to 56. Um, Prosper. I got to get his whole name. Is it Olivier Prosper? No, he's, he's from Montreal. Olivier Maxence Prosper from Montreal, okay. the Provence du Québec. I'm saying yeah, that yeah, in a terrible, you, terrible, terrible. He's a Québécois. Um, you know, Marquette obviously has a unfair advantage of recruiting French Canadians, right? Because uh, <laughs> right, exactly. Per Per uh, Marquette uh, comes to Wisconsin and he brings with him the Québécois. No, uh, no, <laughs> to play basketball, of course. Um, <laughs> all the basketball talent in Quebec. Um, just whoever was the worst skater in their class, I guess. Um, I don't know. Uh, but yeah, he gets, uh, he has 11 points there, but he has the, just the, the best game of his life. It looks like the next week he counts or next game here against, uh, Georgetown Marquette put up 92, <laughs> you know, it's mm-hmm. like, um, we've been talking about, they needed to find their scoring. They needed to find their way to get this done. Prosper is going to be one of those guys. He puts up 22 against, uh, Georgetown <coughs> nine of 11, nine of 11 from the field. In uh, 28 minutes, he gets 22 points, uh, four rebounds, one assist. Uh, Quath gets uh, 11 rebounds to go along with his six points. Uh, Lewis and Kolek each get double digits as well. They play a ridiculous bench every game. They're nine deep into the bench, it looks like. I mean, so I mean, against, um, against Providence, Marquette gets uh, 16 points from uh, Iguodaro. And 14 points from Jones, both off the bench. Uh, coming into Georgetown, they get eight points from Igadaro. Uh, they're getting another six points from Jones and five points from Mitchell. And then nine from Elliott, just on top of it for fun. Uh, yeah. Finding this, um, they could have a really nice run in the Big East if they can keep doing stuff like this. Like, this is exactly what we've been hoping this Marquette team could do. Uh, finding ways to get a, a little bit better shooting percentage. They were a young team that was really trying to focus on a couple of things. First off, defense. I mean, they're still holding Georgetown to 64. They hold number 16 Providence to 55. I mean, that is great. Uh, they're playing really good defense, but they also have been kind of starting to limit some of their personal fouls. Um, the Georgetown game, they still get out of control. They get 19 fouls to 10. That's the sort of problem you don't want to have normally. Uh, against uh, Providence, they still have 20 to 14. It's a little closer, but they were getting killed in that foul shooting early on. And uh, this is something that they've gotten a little better at. They still got to limit their fouls. They're playing very physically in that, that on defense, and that's something where you're going to draw fouls. But if they can start shooting like this, they get 52% against Providence, and they're shooting, uh, let me see, you're 59% against Georgetown. I mean, they're holding them to just low, low shooting percentages. Uh, yeah, Marquette, I mean, they're 2-3 and three in the Big East right now. Uh, but, I mean, like, they're not behind by too terribly much. They're two games back of Providence, who they just beat. Uh, and Villanova, or game back of Xavier and Creighton. Uh, Creighton just beat Marquette a little while ago. But, yeah, um, again, young team. The trajectory is a thing that's starting to look better. Um Shaka Smart is a great coach. He's going to get uh-huh. this team ready. It may not be this year, but like 
prospers a young guy. Uh, he's going to be around for a little bit, I think. Uh, so, so is uh, Kolek. Yeah, this could this could be interesting in a year or two. This could be really interesting yeah. to watch in a year or two. Talking with a friend of the show, Pete. Uh, really thinking about trying to get down to a Marquette game this year, for the heck of it. Should be fun. They got some yeah, good ones. No, going. it'd be great. I've never been to a Marquette game ever for anything, and uh, I it, and he he being uh, um, from, uh, from Oklahoma, uh, what Oklahoma oh. Avenue is that the name of it in Milwaukee? <laughs> Oklahoma Avenue or Oklahoma Street? Anyway, he's downtown Milwaukee guy. Okay. Um, uh, uh, born and raised downtown Milwaukee. Uh, no, he said uh, Marquette games are a lot of fun. They do draw a pretty good crowd too. So right. it'll be. Uh, so I'm gonna have to try and pick some dates on there and uh, get down there for that. So we've got a couple home was... games coming up here. They'll be playing DePaul and then Seton Hall, number twenty ranked, twentieth uh, ranked Seton Hall will be coming in on the fifteenth. Then Marquette will go play number fourteenth ranked Villanova in Philadelphia, and then Xavier comes in with the seventeenth uh, ranked team to play in Milwaukee on the 23rd. So big games, a lot of ranked teams coming up for both Wisconsin and Marquette. Should be a fun week for basketball here. I love college basketball. Uh, college basketball regular season, like conference play, for me is just so much more fun than watching the NBA. And right. I know people disagree with me on that, and that's fine. You can enjoy what you want to enjoy. I love watching kind of the tone, the setup, the fact that there's a student section, it's it's a different vibe, it's a different energy. The play style is a little different. It's you know, the athleticism isn't the same obviously. They play but, defense. Yeah, it's a very different the the setup defense is better and more interesting in that way. Uh, I like like I've said before, the NBA does not look like college basketball. College basketball looks like high school basketball just with better mm-hmm. athletes. Right. But the NBA doesn't look like college basketball with better athletes it looks like something completely different because the rules are also kind of different um the only thing that's different with college basketball is it's the only one that plays halves instead of quarters and i don't know why but it does um but i really like college basketball make the game goes make the game go faster one less stop (laughs) i don't know maybe all right um in terms of big sports that's what we've got we're going to wrap up the last couple things we have here though in the segment we lovingly call our last call. Time to look around and get your bearings. It's time for the last call. Yeah, let's talk about wrestling. All right. Well, we'll get started with wrestling here. Um, wrestling has has some very good news for Wisconsin this week. Wisconsin mm-hmm. wins both duels. They had two yes. duels this week. They beat Rutgers and Northwestern. Both are top 20 ranked teams. Uh Wrestling's a little weird that there's a couple different ranking sites. The NCAA ranking isn't necessarily the one that's the most interesting at times. Uh, if you're going mm-hmm. to, let's see, I'm, I'm, I use Intermat for some of my individual rankings, but I'm looking at college wrestling, uh, wrestlestat.com for some of these uh, college rankings. Wisconsin is now at 13th. They are 6-0 and in duels. Um, they this week okay. the teams they beat they beat Northwestern who is now two and two in the 16th ranked team in the country, and the other team they beat is Rutgers who is 11 and one now in duels and the ninth ranked team in the country. So that's I mean it's fantastic. Uh, Badger wrestlers continue to look good top to bottom. We've got a couple here. Uh, Eric Barnett ranked fourth. Uh, he gets a big win over number 30th ranked Rutgers. Uh, 
at uh, Dylan Shaver uh, at 125. Sure. Shaver. S-H-A-W-V-E-R. Shaver. Uh, Kyle Burke at, uh, is ranked 25th. We've got Joseph Zargo is 24th. Austin Gomez at 11th. Uh, Ooh, Garrett from Modell. the Adams family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Garrett Modell is 33rd. Uh, Dean Hamadi, who had a great season last year at 8th. Uh, Andrew McNally, 17th. Yeah. Uh, Chris Weiler, 33rd. Braxton Amos at 24th. And Trent Hilger, uh, who, who placed pretty high, was an All-American last year. Trent Hilger, number 5, gets a big win over uh, Boone McDermott, which is that, yes. that is a wrestler's name. Trent yeah. Hilger... And Boone McDermott. Those are wrestlers. Boone McDermott, either a wrestler or a, a guard, like uh, a football guard. Well, here's another yes. good one for you. John Poznanski and Chris Weiler. Hmm. <laughs> there you go. Poznanski, uh, that's that's very Eastern block. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Braxton Amos, unfortunately, lost in his match at, at 197 to uh, the seventh-ranked wrestler at 197 uh, from Rutgers, Greg Bullsack. Ugh. That is... That's not a person's name. That's just <laughs> that's just a mean joke somebody played. His name is Bullsack. B U L S A K. Um so there we go with that. Wisconsin looking very good. Hanging Strong out there. Strong like bull. Bullsack. Yes. Yeah. So hanging out there close to to the top 10, which is kind of fantastic for this team because the Big 10 is ridiculously good. And if anybody yeah. wants to see this, I mean it's Iowa 1, Michigan 3, Penn State 4. Uh, Ohio State eight, Rutgers nine, Nebraska ten, Wisconsin thirteen, Minnesota fourteen. Well, I mean, you're Western talking about the, the hot, the hotbeds of wrestling. You know, the Dakotas, yeah. who go wrestle for Iowa. Yeah. Iowa's a hotbed, yeah. and then Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania Wisconsin, which Ohio Michigan. State draw. Ohio State draws from that as well. You know, so that kind of Ohio Pennsylvania corridor is kind of a big wrestling area mm-hmm. too. So it's basically upper Midwest. The smart schools wrestle. Yeah. So schools that want yeah. to just beat people up individually. You know, right. <laughs> we don't need it. <laughs> these team. are these these are people who didn't learn how to skate early enough to play hockey, but yeah. still want to take out their aggression. On still want to fight somebody one on one. There we go. Exactly. Uh, in terms of hockey, uh, UW men actually not terrible this week. Uh, not great. But they're playing well, seventeen. That's a good. That's, yeah. a good. that's a good start. Not terrible. Not it's terrible. Kind of, like Pac, kind of like Packers special teams. Not terrible. Not terrible that's is great for, for for Badger spe- or for Wisconsin yeah. uh, for Packers special teams. How was pa- how was Packers how was Packers special teams by the way yesterday? It was all right. Uh, Amari okay. Rogers had one nice little return. He also did the stupidest thing of actually returning a ball when we were in like a two minute drill. He mm-hmm. returned one from inside the the goal line and didn't get to the twenty five. Like you cost us time and yards. Why would you do that? Mm, okay. Anyhow, Badgers so, so played anyway, Ohio special State. Special teams was like was like the hockey team. Oh, okay, man. got yeah, it. Yeah. yeah. All right. So uh, number seventeen, Ohio State playing uh, Wisconsin. First game, Badgers get a tie technically, but for points uh, purposes in the Big Ten, Ohio State wins the shootout two to one. Uh, next game, Ohio State wins five to three. Uh, Michigan State's the next one. They will be coming into Madison to play the Badgers. That's one the Badgers can win. They've been getting a little bit of momentum recently, uh, playing some really good teams recently too, and getting a chance to go out there and play kind of evenly in Columbus is is a decent 
go for a lot of these young guys, like we talked about last week, kind of finally coming into their own. Uh, women's team did not play this week like we talked about. They will be playing the St. Thomas Tommies next weekend, uh, so look for that, unranked. Uh, but UW remains number one in women's hockey. In men's division Did they, three, did they miss ahead. games this week because of postponements, or what was the deal no, on just, that? It wasn't a game scheduled. Okay, got yeah. it. Uh, D3 men's, uh, UW Stout beats Bethel 3-2 in overtime. Stevens Point goes to overtime with number four ranked Augsburg, loses in overtime 4-3. That's the 13th ranked pointers. River Falls uh, loses to Bethel. Superior is superior and beats Concordia, Minnesota. Aaron, Ooh. they are the Cobbers. Oh, the yellow, the yellow jackets. Well, yeah. yeah, you're the yellow jackets, but the Concordia Cobbers. They get. Oh, the Concordia. Okay, yeah, the <laughs> Cobbers. I was wondering if we were gonna get to the Cobbers. Yeah, I know. Yes. Concordia then beat Northland uh, in the next so, game. So. so help me again. So Concordia, the the the, the that Concordia, because there's the Concordia in Minnesota. There's two. The there's two or th- there's two or three Concordias in the or in Minnesota, right? There's a Concordia Wisconsin, Concordia Minnesota. Then there's a Concordia Saint Paul, which is different. Got it. Because they're it. the so, Golden Bears or something. And, and then Concordia proper in Minnesota, that's out on the plains, right? I think so. I think they're by Moorhead. Mm-hmm. Uh, in terms of the NCHA. I think you're right. NCHA this week, uh, Lake Forest beats Concordia, Wisconsin. St. Norbert gets an overtime win. Number 12, St. Norbert Green Knights beating number 11, Aurora, 4-3 uh, to three in overtime. So that's a good win for them. Uh, Concordia then beat Lake Forest three to two. Trine beats up on Finlandia, and I'm trying to see if they play a second, but they did not. Uh, a couple games were canceled this week. It looks like possibly COVID related. Um, Milwaukee School of Engineering did not play Marion. Um, WIAC women's hockey uh, doesn't look like they had much of anything this week, uh, so we'll keep our eye out on River Falls and Eau Claire, which have been both top five teams. Uh, looks like Eau Claire destroyed St. Norbert 6-1 to and then actually lost to them in the second game 2-1. to St. Norbert getting the win over the number three Eau Claire Blue, uh, Blue Golds. Uh, number five River Falls gets a 5-2 to win over Concordia Cobbers and then a 4-3 to win over the Concordia Cobbers over the weekend. Um, so there we go with that. That is all of our... Major scores for this week for Wisconsin. So we, we covered everybody. Na- you, I think we got you everything. Nailed it. <laughs> you nailed it, John. Concordia is in Moorhead. And oh. their and their and their bio on Google reads like a Garrison Keeler book. Concordia <laughs> College is a privately is a private college in Moorhead, Minnesota. Founded by Norwegian settlers in 1891, the school is associated with the Evangelical Lutheran Church of America and practices in the liberal arts. Did you know that, John, there, eh? Well, there's uh, the Concordia St. Paul. I believe that one is a Lutheran school uh, of the Missouri Synod. Uh, that's what uh, that one is they, up there. The, those those sinners, they don't know what they're talking about. Concordia <laughs> Moorhead has a graduation rate of about... Uh, I'm going into a I'm going into a Chicago accent by accident. <laughs> they have a graduation. Oh, don't rate do of that. Seventy percent and a don't you know? Uh, don't you know? Acceptance rate of fifty eight percent, John. Yeah, they're jeez. they're doing pretty good. They they're very oh, selective jeez. about their students. Ah, jeez, jeez twenty five hundred students out there on the plane. Right. Next stop, Montana. One of my other favorite ones up there is Finlandia. We were just talking about them. They're the Lions. And, of course, if it says Finland in it, 
that's in the UP. Uh, yep. They're up and, in Hancock. And, it, and and all those all those darn Laplanders. Old iron fins up there in the UP living up there. So good. Nah, they're just Ruskies. They're glorified Ruskies. Don't you dare. Don't you I dare. I know. They, they, will, they will kill you. They will, they will <laughs> gut you like a fish. Seymour uh, Hayek will come back from the grave and hunt you down. <laughs> Yes, yes. All right. Sorry, that's not, not Simo Hayek. That that was a hockey player. Simo Hayek. Hayek. No. Simo <laughs> Hayek. Uh, she can hunt me down. <laughs> I don't believe she's Finnish. Um, I could be wrong. No, I don't think she is. <laughs> All right. So sue me. Wrong, 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 wrong skin tone. That's a, that's so. a Finnish joke right there because Sumi is Finnish for Finland. Um, all right, everybody, thank you for joining us for another week of Wisconsin sports. We're always glad to have you with us. Please remember to follow this show on Twitter at Scotty Johnny Pod. You can follow me at Not So Humble Host, and you can follow Aaron at Chatter Talk. And remember, whether you are on the town or on the go, it is always on Wisconsin. This has been the Scotty Johnny Podcast. Remember to find the boys on Twitter at Scotty Johnny One or online at ScottyJohnny.com. Thanks for listening and on Wisconsin.